everybody is entitled to their 15 minutes of fame. Now you'll get to hear some of those people share their wisdom and insight on the fame game on Voice America Kids. Now, here's your host, Maddie Rose. Welcome, everybody, to the Fame Game. I'm your host, Maddie Rose, and today we have a very special guest. His name is Richard. He's actually from the VFW. He's from Poses It. What number is it? 285. 285. All right. I just wanted to make sure before I butchered that, so <laughs> might as well ask, then you don't be wrong. But you are the past post commander, so um, thank you for being here. It's really nice to have you. Yeah, it's a pleasure. Thanks. So, Richard, why don't you tell me a little bit about yourself? About myself? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> well, I'm a retired infantryman, 22 years in the Army. Um, got to spend a year in Korea, against my will. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Three years in Vietnam, and uh, got some other tours around the world. Mm-hmm. And retired, and, and uh, had a couple of different retired jobs but i needed sunshine so i ended up in arizona been here for what 22 years now i guess mm-hmm. it's 20 no going on 24 years oh wow even better <laughs> yeah i've never been that anywhere that long in my life yeah <laughs> so this is a first and one to put in the records <laughs> so no that's great though and and what was your favorite part about being in the military because i've heard so many great stories um people overseas and uh, yeah, it's just something that's definitely very commendable. Well, I have wanderlust, mm-hmm. so the the best part about being in the military was a chance to see a lot of parts of the world. I got to be in or some thirty thirty five countries around the world mm-hmm. in Europe. I've been all over Europe. Uh, been a lot of places in the Orient. Been in Australia, and uh, so I think that was the biggest attraction. And, and and actually, I like the military. I, I like the military life. And I thought we were doing something worthwhile. Mm-hmm. And that's important. No, that's great, though. And um, I hear, like I mentioned, you are with the VFW Post 285. And what has your experience been like with that? Because, you know, the VFW, they're really great. They implement a lot of programs in the community. And then, you know, they give that opportunity for veterans to be a part of their organization. Well, part of my problem is I never can be in the back seat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so so it's a family trait, I think. But anyhow, I've, I've been in, what, close to 20 years in the VFW and uh, been involved. This is actually the third post I've been in, and I've been all the way up the ladder. I've, I've been on post jobs, mm-hmm. including the commander for a couple of years. I've been in a district jobs as committee chair, and I've actually been in the state as a co- committee chairman. I had the uh, well, we have two very wonderful scholarship programs: mm-hmm. one for middle school, and one for high school. And I was a state chairman for the high school co- uh, scholarship program. Mm-hmm. And uh, so. And I keep telling myself, I really ought to step back and let yeah. somebody else do it. <laughs> <laughs> and I keep getting involved again. Yeah. And so. Well, hey, I mean, it keeps things fun. It keeps things going. You're you're never bored. You're always busy. There's always something to do, right? I, I From time to time, and there, you haven't encountered this yet, but I keep um, wondering how in the world I ever found eight hours a day to work. Yeah. And after I got out of the service, and uh, there was just 
I've just always been so busy. I've been more busy. It'd be, well, you know, when did I work? When did I do, when did I make a living? You know? mm-hmm. But uh, you're going to find out one of these days. Oh, I'm sure. I try to fit many things in my schedule, and even now I'm like, I wonder how I sleep at night. Or people are like, do you ever sleep at night? And I'm like, well, the answer's kind of, maybe so. I like to feel that I do, but not all the time. Not as much as I should. Let's just keep it at that. But, no, that makes a lot of sense, though. And you mentioned, too, that there are two scholarship programs that are the most popular um, that are implemented by the VFW. So can you tell me a little bit more about that and how others can get involved in it as well? Uh, Well, it's really very simple. Start out with, well, there are two two levels. First is a middle school. Let's be sixth, seventh, and eighth graders. And it's a program that's called uh, Patriot's Pen. The reason it's called that is is strictly an, an essay contest. And the, um, it, the everybody in the world, literally in the world, mm-hmm. uh, has an opportunity as long as they're an, an, a student in an American school. And there's that would mean public schools, private schools, parochial schools, um, charter schools, and home schools. They're all eligible. And uh, every spring, the national organizations announce a a theme, and it's always patriotic in nature, and the students simply write a three, four hundred word essay on that theme. It's important that they stay on theme, mm-hmm. and uh, then they it's submitted to their local post, and it's judged there, and the best one or one, depending on how many they have, goes to the next level, which is called district level, and it's judged again there by a different set of judges, and then it goes on to the best of that goes to the national, and the national, or to the state, rather, I'm skipped, of, goes to the state. There it's judged by another set of judges, and the best of those are sent to the national where they're competing with 53 other students from around the world. Perfect. Now, a lot of people say, well, don't we still have 50 states? Yeah. Well, contrary to what you may have heard from some unauthorized sources, there still are only 50 states. But, <laughs> but we... Uh, we also have an entry from the Caribbean, mm-hmm. from the Orient, from Asia, or from uh, Europe, and the District of Columbia gets a student. That's the Patriots Pen program. The uh, themes are already out, but the application blanks will not be out until probably April. Mm-hmm. And you can do this on your computer. Perfect. Actually, you can just go on your VFW.org, mm-hmm. Veterans Foreign War Organization. And go under programs, and you look for uh, Patriot's Pen, and it's all spelled out there, and you can print out an application. The second level, which is one that I really enjoy, Me too. Is, the, <laughs> is called Patriot's Pen, or it's, I beg your pardon, Patriot's Pen, I've just talked about it. It's called Voice of Democracy. The, the differentiation here is pretty much the same schedule. Uh, it's a different theme, but it also from a patriotic nature. And here, the student, after they've written their essay and have perfected it, and it says exactly what they want to say, and then uh, they record it. And it used to be they always put it on tapes. Nobody had used tapes anymore. CDs. I don't think anybody <laughs> had a tape player anymore. Yeah. But when I first got involved, almost they all came in on tape, and now it, uh, it's on CDs. Uh, there are some rules about... you can't put on mp3 whatever that is mm-hmm. but there's some rules but they uh there it's again uh where the first level w- 
these judges read, the, the, uh, even though you submit a copy of your essay with your recording, uh, the judges do not read that. They only listen. Mm -hmm. And the clue there is we're looking for radio quality. Yes. <laughs> and so I always tell the students, listen to the women, listen to the people on the radio, and listen to watch them on television, the speakers, like the news readers, uh, and see what it is that they do. You know, the, and the secret really is projection. Mm -hmm. And you, you, I know you were a candidate this this year. Well, thanks. And you, you did very well, as a matter of fact. And next year, going to be the national champion. Oh, I hope so. I will and, definitely be trying again. <laughs> and in the, uh, and I will just to, to dangle a carrot. After you go, th and incidentally, at every level, the they try to give every student recognition, mm -hmm. and and they try to give them some something of value, uh, depending on how much what funds they might have. And as you go up the ladder, it gets richer and richer. At the state level this year, I believe the top one got a thousand. Mm-hmm. That is very true. And uh, but the national winner in the Voice of Democracy gets thirty thousand dollars in cash. It's a pretty number. Which goes into escrow, which they can use for anything post high school. Mm-hmm. So it's really a wonderful, wonderful goal to go after. But if you get to go to national, you also get a all-expense paid trip to Washington D.C. and you get a minimum of twenty-five hundred dollars. So you can look forward to all this for your bank account for next year. <laughs> Most definitely. I hope so. I did have a lot of fun doing Voice of Democracy. And like I had mentioned, I will be there next year, hopefully. So I'll be writing that essay, you know, looking up the theme. So it's just vfw.org to get all that information. So with that being said, let's go ahead and take a quick little break. Keep it right here. You're listening to The Fame Game. What do you want to do? Are you interested in the performing arts? If so, make sure you tune in to the Angel and Harmony Show. Angel and Harmony have experience singing, acting, and performing in general and want to help you live out your dreams of the future. Whether you are interested in acting, modeling, dancing, or singing, this is the show for you. We'll even give you the scoop on being behind the scenes if you're a little shy. The Angel and Harmony Show is heard live every Thursday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Looking for an on-air community where teens talk and the world listens? Tune in to Express Yourself, an entertaining adolescent fusion radio program where passion and possibility populate the airwaves. Our vivacious teen hosts and star-studded field reporters from around the country offer stimulating segments and invigorating viewpoints connecting with the world campus of young people. We'll talk with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with experience. Tuesdays at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Kids. Express yourself. Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're tuned in to Maddie Rose and the Fame Game on the Voice America Kids channel. Now, let's get back to our show. 
Welcome back, everybody, to the Fame Game. I'm back here with Richard, and we were just talking about, in the last segment, kind of ending on that note, that we were discussing the Patriots Pen Scholarship Program as well as the Voice of Democracy. And as mentioned, I did do the Voice of Democracy for the last two years, and if there is anything that I can say about it, I would highly encourage you all to go and enjoy the VFW's website because it really is a great program. And as I feel like all of the post commanders and really anybody in the VFW has to say about it is is that it's money scholarship money for your education and literally all you're doing is doing an essay and you're also learning you know about patriotism at the same time and it's a win-win for everybody so it's a really great program and again just to publicly say thank you to bruce because he always deals with me in the studio you know recording for the essay for like two hours because i'm like i don't like how that sounds let's redo it so yes but richard to go on that note um, tell me what you like most about being in the VFW and why other veterans should join. Well, the first thing I want to say is the Veterans of Foreign War is different from all the other uh, veterans organizations, and I belong to several. I belong to the American Legion. I also belong to Disabled American Veterans, which are wonderful organizations. The uh, Veterans of Foreign War is what makes them distinctive, that everybody in the room is a veteran of foreign war. They won't necessarily have been on the front line, but they were in a combat zone during a time of conflict. So when you walk in the room, you have, there's, you're all kind of family. We've all been there and been, you know, places that probably we would rather not have been at the Mm -hmm. time. And uh, so regardless whether you're in the Army, Navy, Air Force, Marines, um, Coast Guard, uh, that's what's distinctive about the veterans of foreign wars. Uh, we are all veterans of foreign wars. And as I mentioned earlier, I think I told you I spent a year in, in Korea right at the end of the 53, 54, right at the end of the uh, the shooting part. And so all it was I got was the freezing part. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was four below zero out in oh, the middle geez. of the rice paddy. Oh, and, my goodness. Uh, I had to get up like 2 o'clock in the morning, go out and check security, which meant wake everybody up. And uh, But then three years in Vietnam, which is a, a different, that's a whole other story. Mm-hmm. We need two or three more programs to talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> so, but, uh, but anyhow, the, the, the organization—it's it's, what do I like about it: the comradeship, regardless of whether you were a private or or a colonel. I mean, you're all you're all the same. You're all the same rank. You're all comrades. And our our auxiliary, which you happen to be a member of, yes, is <laughs> uh, and along with your lovely mother, is. Uh, um, this is they're all sisters mm-hmm. and we work very closely together as, as you've already witnessed mm-hmm. so. that's great and your wife Carolyn is actually a part of the women's auxiliary she's the president yeah as a matter of fact. not just is she a part of it but she is the president she runs it <laughs> as uh, far as our post goes she broke out of the mold of being t- secretary and treasurer she, she'd been for it at the, uh, at the post and at the, at the district because she she was a professional stenographer, and she does shorthand, so they love to have her doing. Mm-hmm. She, she takes all the notes verbatim. She can type it up, and and it's exactly what everybody said. It has been fun sometimes. People have said, "Well, did I really say that?" Yes, yeah, here it is. Oh goodness, <laughs> yeah, that's a great tool to have. Yeah, but so, but she broke out of that, and she's now she's doing a wonderful job as a president. Look what she's rounded up. 
two, oh. two candidates right here in the room. Yes. <laughs> no, it's been a lot of fun for sure. And, you know, for others who don't necessarily know what the Women's Auxiliary does, can you just kind of fill us in on that? Well, in the, the, short, the short explanation is they're the number one support backup for the, for the post. Uh, they, they'd run a lot of programs on their own, and uh, various auxiliaries do various different things. Some of them work very closely in hospital, you know, visiting with the veterans or supplying veterans from in the hospital. And, uh, but our, our auxiliary is primarily our backup. I mean, they're there. When we, some of the things we do, one of the things we do here in the community, I'm talking about surprise, Mm-hmm. Is uh, once a month we run the market on the move, which is they've changed the name now, Produce on Wheels, where we give away six to eight tons of fresh vegetables and fruit, mm-hmm. um, and they're there helping with, with the distribution. But uh, other projects that work, or they work on the, very closely on our um, both of our scholarship programs. We have another scholarship program I didn't mention, which is uh, art program. Oh, really? So student artists get a chance to display their skills. They may not be so clever at writing or speaking, Mm -hmm. but some of them can paint or draw or whatever. So that's just another scholarship program. Yes. Well, that's good to know. I mean, I'm not the best artist. National Children's Home. Oh, the president spoke in the background. Okay, yes. One thing she wanted me to mention that we have a the VFW mm-hmm. has a national children's home. Oh, nice! And actually, when if the families are just if like the, the husband is uh, overseas, mm-hmm. uh, and they have a need a place to live, or sometimes if their children are widowed, or no, they wouldn't be widowed; they're orphaned. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's in Eaton Rapids, Michigan, and we have uh, I've what is it, 40-some houses Yeah. where they, families can stay, and they have schools, they have shopping, they have a whole little community, and uh, we support that. Nationally, we support that, mm-hmm. and uh, we have membership, become a member as I have a life membership in the national home, and then each post every year donates funds to help. And, for instance, the state of Arizona sponsors one of the cottages and we take care of all of the breakdown repairs and that sort of thing. And uh, they're called the Arizona House. <laughs> but uh, So that's another one of our, our, our big projects. We, we're busy folks. We just do a oh, lot of Oh, for stuff. sure. <laughs> of course. Always on the run. <laughs> so finally, Richard, tell me a little bit about, um, this is kind of a coinciding with the auxiliary as well as the VFW Post 285. You guys are throwing a spring break party on March 15th. Yes. Yes, it's the uh, Ides of March, March 15th, mm-hmm. and uh, there's some famous people born on that day, not to mention anybody in particular. <laughs> <laughs> but anyhow, uh, as, a, as a kind of a combination fundraiser and a community f- project, uh, we together are going to have a spring break on the 15th of March. In the after- it's a Sunday afternoon, mm-hmm. and... Uh, their flyers are being distributed around the community, but it's uh, it's going to have live music. We're mm-hmm. going to have a, a DJ there with his music, and he told me yesterday he has five thousand record uh, t- songs on his computer. It's a lot, <laughs> and uh, 
And then we have a very special guest star, a vocal star, is going to be performing. Uh, her name is Maddie Rose. I don't know if you've heard of her. I don't know her. But, Not uh, at all. Yeah, <laughs> her picture is, is her picture's on the flyer, so if you see a flyer, you'll you know what, what she looks like. Very attractive. Thank you. And, uh, <laughs> so that's going to be part of it. But the other side of the, of the part is there'll be free ice cream for everybody. Oh, what and, better? <laughs> and uh, we're, go we're asking for a $5 donation to help in our fundraiser. And the fundraiser, all the money goes for these projects. It goes right back into the community. So music free, it's from 2 to 4 on Sunday afternoon, March 15th. And we hope everybody in the community shows up with all their children. And uh, five and under gets in free. I, t I don't know. And uh, so the, uh, the location, I better should mention that, it's going to be in the parking lot of the Long Realty, which is at 13551 West Camino del Sol in Sound City West. Mm -hmm. and, uh, yes. Oh, well, thank you so much, Richard, for mentioning all that. I'm definitely looking forward to being there. And I encourage everybody, if they're in the area, happen to be by Sun City West, maybe don't live there, but you live close there, then you can all come and enjoy the day with us. But thank you so much, Richard, for joining me today. I appreciate having you on, and uh, it's a pleasure working with you and Carolyn, I have to say. My pleasure. All mine. Oh, well, thank you. All right, then. I guess it's time to swing in for a little bit of a break. So keep it right here. You are listening to The Thing. Looking for a show about your favorite movies, stars, and DVD releases? Get ready for Kids' First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Your hosts, all eight of them, have been selected by Kids First as film critics through a national competition. Each week, they will preview new movies before you see them, walk the red carpet with the stars, and will review the latest DVDs. Our hosts range from ages 7 to 14 to give you a wider kids' perspective. Kids First Coming Attractions is heard every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Kids. Sometimes we may sound strange, but remember, we're just kids with opinions. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Join us every week for the Paper Hope Street Team. None of our topics are off the table. This is a program that you can listen to and discuss with your family. From the pages of the Paper Hope blog to the internet radio airwaves, we'll talk about the topics you want to talk about, such as friendship and relationships, or some more controversial issues about sex, drugs, and underage drinking. Join the Paper Hope Street Team live every Monday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific Time, on the Voice America Kids channel. Let's talk soon.
dinosaur detectives with Little Miss Dinosaur, Anna Dubois. We'll not only learn about dinosaurs, but also about fossils, ancient civilizations, and ask questions from paleontologists. You'll learn about science in general with an emphasis on paleontology and dinosaurs. Anna hopes that this show will start or increase your awareness and interest in the field of science. Dinosaur Detectives can be heard every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids channel. At 14, you've become a teenager and are ready to move on to the next phase of your years. The squeals and screams are replaced by slightly less squeals and screams, and you're expected to act a little more grown up. Tune in to Life at 14 for the answers and support you need to get through this time in your life. Your hosts have some amazing life experiences, and because of this, they have the know-how to get you ready for what's next. Life at 14, Monday afternoons at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Kids channel. What about the world concerns you? Is it future success? Is it world issues? Are you just looking to change the world in general? Tune in to What Up World. It doesn't matter who you are, where you come from, or what you look like. Everyone is entitled to the same chance for success. Follow your dreams. Move forward. Make a difference. Tune in to What Up World every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time. For cool kids, Eliana is one of the youngest published cookbook authors and will show you that there are all kinds of goodness in food beyond the chicken nuggets and fries. On our show, we'll discover cuisine from around the world, learn some great cooking techniques, speak with some of the world's top chefs, and share recipes. Kid Chef Eliana is here for you on Cool Kids Cook, every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time, on the Voice America Kids channel. Bon appétit! Every Monday for Purple Songs Can Fly. Our program serves as a musical outlet for children being treated at the Texas Children's Cancer and Hematology Centers. These songs are flown all over the world and even into space. Hundreds of songs have been written and recorded and have been part of shuttle missions, airline in-flight playlists, toured with the Rolling Stones, gone undersea and to the top of Mount Everest. Join our hosts for some great music on Purple Songs Can Fly. Mondays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids. 
We didn't invent Kid Talk. We perfected it. And at a very young age, you're listening to Voice America Kids. It's kids and cars. If you could get behind the wheel of your favorite hot car, where would you take it? Join your hosts, who are both car enthusiasts, as they take you inside, on the road, and past the pits with your favorite concept cars. This is your chance to burn rubber and leave the others behind in the dust. Tune in to Kids and Cars, Thursdays at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Kids channel. If you miss the show, you might as well be stuck in the garage. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Real kids, real talk radio. You're tuned in to Maddie Rose and the Fame Game on the Voice America Kids channel. Now, let's get back to our show. Welcome back, everybody, to the Fame Game. I'm Maddie Rose. So that was a lovely interview that we had with Richard. It was definitely very cool to hear about, you know, the VFW as well as the Ladies Auxiliary. And as Richard mentioned, I am a part of the Ladies Auxiliary. I help uh, volunteer with them to support the VFW and then all of their affairs as well. And one of the things that I'm doing is that spring break party. So again, if you're out there, please come. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm going to be singing a few songs if you haven't heard, and it'll be very cool. But anywho, now it's time to do a little Maddie chat discussion, I guess, or as people know it as the Maddie rant, because I just talk about not necessarily random things, but, you know, things that are catching my interest. And I just, um, yeah, I, I decided to talk to them today. Um, so, Bruce, you remember not too long ago, we had the Super Bowl here. It's very true. He's shaking his head. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so... The Super Bowl was here in Arizona. It was Super Bowl XLIX. I got that right without butchering it. Way to go, Maddie. <laughs> Yay. And it was a lot of fun. Me and my mom, we went down to downtown Phoenix. And to start off with, we did not go to the Super Bowl, unfortunately. That was not something that happened. I really wanted to go to the Super Bowl. I was all for it. I'm like, Bruce, can I get into the Super Bowl? And he's like, no. <laughs> Not yet. You may have to wait a little while for that. So I said, oh, okay, okay. Maybe next year, depending on where it is. If it's too far, I probably won't go. San Francisco. It's in San Francisco. Ah, it's not too far. But the tickets, my goodness, the tickets are so expensive. My mom was saying that, you know, it was probably about like $9,000 for a ticket by the end of it. Do I want to be in the planning team? For the Super Bowl next year. Yes. (laughs) Yes, I do. Bruce is making me that. Oh, and then the tickets were also like $2,500, or at least that was the average thing. But, you know, on the day of the Super Bowl, everybody's trying to, like, rush in and go, and they're like, oh, would you like to buy my tickets? And I'm like, oh, people. (laughs) Oh, I'm sure there was a lot. And I was like, I just can't. I can't just mess up that money. If it was me and my mom, we'd be spending, like, $5,000. That doesn't include food either. It's just the ticket. Just the seat. And who knows how good those seats are. They could be the nosebleed seats. Not that there's anything wrong with that. I would take it rather than nothing. Okay, not to be... I don't know. I like the football part of it. (laughs) Don't get me wrong. I love the football part of it. And everything... That goes on. I mean, it's exciting to watch the game. I, Although the Cardinals did not get in it, which I was kind of disappointed, they had a really good chance at getting into it. And then, you know, until they lost that one game, and it was like, oh, no more. And so, um, it was just great. And Richard is telling me that, um, what does it say? Perfect seat. 
Oh, Richard said that he had a perfect seat in front of his TV. And I have to agree with that. I mean, I'm, pr- I'm still pretty sad I didn't get to go there. And going back to what I was saying, it wasn't about the fact that, I, I mean, I-, I was sad I missed the football. Don't get me wrong. Like I said, I'm-, I'm really stressing that to you because it's pretty sad I didn't get to see it. But Katy Perry was there and it was like, oh. Bruce doesn't even, you, you know who Katy Perry is, right? I'm just making sure. It was just a question. It wasn't a diss in any way. I was just making sure. No, but I wanted to see Katy Perry and her halftime performance. I'm, it was, yes, it was on TV, but it was amazing. It was just so nice. I thought that was honestly the best halftime performance that I've seen, but hey, maybe I'm biased because before I really didn't watch the Super Bowl all that often. But now I got into it. But the halftime show is my favorite by far. I get it. It's only 10 minutes. Like That's literally in the middle of the quarters. But it's a good 10 minutes. It's my favorite 10 minutes because all the stars come there. I was just thinking. I was like, Katy Perry's literally like a drive, a drive down from my house. So it's just like, can I please be there? I even told my mom. I'm like, they can just, the security can take me in when she's performing and take me out when she's done performing. I'd be okay with that, and then I'll go back in front of my TV, and then I'll watch the rest of the game. I'm okay with that. I just wanted to be in the same thing there. But then come to find out, like I was saying, me and my mom went to downtown Phoenix. We got to go into the NBC. It's like the VIP tour, they call it. And so it was something that they were having because they were having it along with Super Bowl Central. And you basically just get the tickets online, like, oh, me and my mom are going, that's two. They'd send us the tickets because it was like a a free, no-expense cost to you. But they wanted you to come see the studio, what it's all about. And as you know, I'm really into broadcast journalism. That's what I want to major in. So I was like, Mom, we have to go because it's just, you know, not that it was just free. But I was like, you know, that's a great experience and we can see everything. But the no cost was a great little additive of that because... It was just kind of like, all right, just show up (laughs) and be there. And, I mean, they did have security and stuff. They did that little waiver thing to make sure I didn't have any, like, weapons on me or anything. Not that I do. So (laughs) it was a fun experience, though. Definitely a lot of fun. And right across from the studio, um, the NBC studio, it was the Super Bowl Central. And they literally had absolutely everything. It was, like, blown up. Like, the Super Bowl, there was posters everywhere, banners all over town. I took a picture in front of a little, like, banner that said XLIX. If you go on my Instagram, it's the Maddie Rose. Um, You'll see that I took a picture with that, and I was like, hey, look, I'm in downtown Phoenix, and this is what's happening. You didn't see, like, the background or anything, but there was so much stuff set up. Just giant TV screens with, like, different advertisements on there, and then... um, just there was like cars and I, there was this one TV show set up, um, the Oxygen Network. I think it was about these painters and it, ugh, my phone didn't work. So I couldn't, you know, get along and do with that because you needed like some type of like sign in or something. But anyways, they had a ton of stuff there. And the Super Bowl experience was one of the things that was also in there. It was in the convention center area. And the only reason why I know the convention center area is because I was there for the science fair. As geeky as that sound. I know it but yes it was in I believe the south convention center and then that's where you got to you know I think get involved with some of the players or some people that are involved in the NFL you got to learn how to like throw and do these different things and it literally was like that little VIP experience even though you're not going to the Super Bowl they were much better priced than you know that $2,500 or $9,000 depending upon where you're getting your ticket sources from but 
like $35 isn't bad for the Super Bowl experience. So many, many, many people were doing it there and getting that experience. And to find out, like I was saying, Katy Perry went to the Super Bowl experience on the day that I was there. And I didn't go to the Super Bowl experience. I was like, well, all my chances are just... Anyways. But no. It was definitely a great thing. And I'm glad it was in our city. Um, There was even stuff going on all over Phoenix. We went, my mom... um, I think it was on the day of the Super Bowl, too. We made it just in time for halftime when we got home, which I was just like, yes, no waiting. But we went to the Scottsdale Fashion Square, which is my favorite mall, by the way. It's just huge. There's You could get lost in there. At least I could. I'm just preoccupied by all the beautiful things in there. But they were having some type of, I guess, fan experience or fan fest, whatever you want to name it or label it. And... They literally had, like, ESPN going there because they were, like, doing some type of, like, pregame coverage as well as they were having some cool things by some of the sponsors. I think Tostitos was one of the, like, sponsors. So there was, like, this giant Tostitos bag that was, like, painted and clayed out of something inside of the mall and, you know, all this cool stuff. So, yes, it was a very cool experience to have it in the city. And then, you know, as we passed by the the Phoenix Stadium, which is where it was held in Glendale... Every time we'd come off the freeway, I'm like, all right, they built another stage. And then, all right, they built another stage. And then finally, you know, seeing the whole thing come together was just like, oh, so this is what a Super Bowl looks like. I mean, I didn't get to see inside of it, of course. But from what I saw, one on TV and like, you know, how people are all like, oh, so we're right here at the Phoenix Stadium. We're seeing how everything's being built right now. I'm like, all right, it looks huge. It was huge. There was like thousands of people there and not all of those people were from Arizona. I mean, I'm sure a majority of them would be, but I feel like that's just just so many people coming into Arizona. Who, I'm not saying that it's not great to travel to Arizona, but people don't typically travel to Arizona unless they have, like, family here. That Super Bowl was probably, like, or or there's something going on, I mean, too. But this is probably the one time everybody's like, we want to go to Arizona. We just love the heat, which it wasn't actually that hot anyway. So it was perfect timing to have the Super Bowl, in fact. And they were actually afraid about the rain, too, that, you know, there was just going to be, like, a flood or something weird, which when we went down there to the NBC studios, they were like, make sure you're early because, you know, we got to make sure that, um... (laughs) I can't be serious. Bruce is just throwing up signs at me. But anyways, yes, so it was a good thing, and it was a lot of fun, and everything went smoothly. The Super Bowl was fantastic. Everybody said it was great, and just all the work that was put in for it, it was totally worth it, and I'm glad I... I mean, I didn't get to be a huge part of it, but at least I can say, hey, it was in my city, so that's pretty cool. But anywho, I won't rant on any longer until the next segment, so stay right here and keep listening to The Fame Game. What's cooking? Join Kid Chef Eliana for Cool Kids Cook. Eliana is one of the youngest published cookbook authors and will show you that there are all kinds of goodness in food beyond the chicken nuggets and fries. On our show, we'll discover cuisine from around the world, learn some great cooking techniques, speak with some of the world's top chefs, and share recipes. Kid Chef Eliana is here for you on Cool Kids Cook every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids channel. Bon appetit! Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. 
Bookworm is a show for the reader and those that should probably be reading a little more. We'll tackle the classics, the bestsellers, and the brand new works that you won't be able to put down. Your host will be combing the pages of them all and letting you know what needs to be in your personal library and what might be better reading for the bathroom. Tune into Bookworm, airing Thursdays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. We promise that listening will be just like delving into a good book. Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're tuned in to Maddie Rose and the Fame Game on the Voice America Kids channel. Now, let's get back to our show. Welcome back, everybody, to the Fame Game. I'm Maddie Rose, so I think you know that. But anyways, so it was a great, great, great time uh, speaking to you about the Super Bowl XLIX. I just sound so cool because I think that's awesome that I know what the Roman numerals are. And by the way, that is the Super Bowl 49. Did you know next year, fun fact, that the Super Bowl 50 is only an L? So it's going to be Super Bowl L? Isn't that kind of weird? Is that weird? My mom says I don't really know if it's going to be 50, but Mom 50 comes after 49. It is L. It is L. I did my research. If I'm wrong, don't quote me on that, but I think I'm right. (laughs) But anyways, so now the next thing I wanted to talk about, oh, I wish I had more time to talk about this because I could honestly just rant on and on about it because I love it so much, but... Did any of you watch the Grammys? Because let me just tell you, the Grammys, oh my gosh, they were so amazing. And Sam Smith, oh, he won four Grammys. That's so great. And he was nominated for like six, I want to say six or seven of them. And he got the four out of that. So I would have to say, you know, that's great. Even just winning one Grammy to say I won a Grammy would be like, oh my gosh, Christmas came early. Christmas came early. But he went home with four Grammys, and it was amazing. And if you haven't heard Sam Smith's songs, oh my goodness, please listen to them. They're absolutely amazing. If any of you know me personally, you know I'm quite obsessed with John Legend's song, All of Me. So Sam Smith, um, you know, is kind of like... I don't want to say it's the same, but they're kind of like in the same like mood music type of thing like that. You know, like All of Me, Stay With Me. They're like two of my favorite songs. So I was just like, yes. And I'm not going to be bitter about this. Maybe a little. But John Legend was here during the Super Bowl. Oh, there was just so many great people here during the Super Bowl. I just wanted to meet all of them. I wanted to be like, hi, I'm Maddie Rose. I'm part of the fame game. Can I please interview you? (laughs) Even for five minutes, five minutes. That's all I would have needed. Oh my goodness. I would have taken or taken Katy Perry, John Legend, all of those great people. There were some Victoria's Secret models there. And I just, I I like Victoria's Secret models because they do the fashion show. And I just think it's cool. It's just something that comes annually. And then all of the music people, especially. And then, um, oh my goodness. Ah, I almost forgot to mention this. But after the Super Bowl, I was so mad that I didn't look into this. I mean, come on. This is pretty awesome. In the, I think it was the Herberger Theater. I want to say it was the Herberger Theater in downtown Phoenix. Jimmy Kimmel did that great show, and it was so amazing. They had Kevin Hart and Will Ferrell, and they were doing some, like, impersonations. And I think it was a Kate Moss. 
I don't know if it was Kate Moss. I always get them mixed up with a few of the other women actresses. But those two especially, Kevin Hart and Will Ferrell, oh my gosh, they made me laugh so hard. And then come to find out, they're like, yeah, everybody's lined up to come to the Jimmy Kimmel show. The Jimmy Kimmel show. Oh my God. <laughs> Bruce, don't laugh at me. Anyways, I'm just, you know, ranting and just comes out as it is. I corrected myself. That's all that matters. Anyways, people probably had a good laugh at that. It's Jimmy Kimmel. There's so many M's, Bruce. I was bound to just like mess that up once. But anywho, people were like lined up to go into that theater just to see Jimmy Kimmel. And um, it was just such a great show. I was just like, wow, I wish I was there. I wish I got to see it. They were doing covers of all these songs, like lip singing it. And Will Ferrell picked uh, Beyonce's Drunken Love Song. And I was just like, what? <laughs> it was so good and so hilarious. So that was just a pretty cool thing. But man, if I would have known, if I would have known, not only, I mean, it's always my instinct as a radio host to be like, oh my gosh, can I interview you? <laughs> I know that sounds weird for the average person. Usually the average person is like, oh my gosh, Katy Perry, can we have your autograph? I'm like, oh my gosh, Katy Perry, can I interview you and, and, and get an autograph? You know, like that works too. But no, it was just such an exciting time during that uh, Super Bowl, and there was just so much going on, like, really? But then, okay, going back, going back, taking a step back to where I was, I was talking about the Grammys, how wonderful that was, everything is just wonderful, <laughs> and really, I just thought the Grammys were amazing. Like I said, Sam Smith, one of my favorite artists, he got lots of awards to be proud of now, and if I ever won a Grammy, oh my gosh, I'd be, like, on cloud nine. It's like, how, how many people can say, I won a Grammy? Not many. Not many. Not many. <laughs> At least not me right now. But let's hope we can change that one day. But anywho. And then the performances on the Grammys. Okay, so, un yes. What was that? Oh, my mom was all like, oh, well, maybe you'll, you'll get, like, a Grammy for, you know, something like being an actress and, you know, doing some music and stuff like that. And I'm like, yeah, it's possible. <laughs> you know, just get some music work in there somehow, some way. Just watch out. Just kidding. <laughs> no, <laughs> but really, I'll let you guys know if I ever release music because I want your feedback on it because it's very important to me. But going back to the whole performances and everything like that, Ariana Grande, one of my favorite singers. I, I think I've featured a few songs from Ariana Grande. I'm pretty positive on my show. And she sang a new song. I... The name of the song just escapes me at the moment, but she did such a good job at it, and it was just absolutely amazing. She was, her fashion too, like her gown was so great, and uh, yeah, she just did a wonderful job at it, but yeah, if I had the chance to go to the Grammys, I'd also want to go to the Grammys, but that's pretty cool. Everybody wants to go to the Grammys, but anywho... It was really great to watch on TV because I finally didn't miss it this year. So let's just hope we can keep that tradition going and I'll be able to watch next year's Grammys as well. And then I'll report on it and tell you everything about it. But uh, if we ever go into another Maddie Rand session, this may continue depending on what I see. And then also, um, yeah. We'll just go from there. We'll have to have another Maddie Rant session sometime. But hope you guys enjoyed this show. I guess it's time for another featured song of the week. So here it is. I'll see you guys next week. Stop me on the corner.
listening to the fame game i'm your host maddie rose this show has been produced by kidstar on the voice america kids radio network i'll see you next week thank you again for listening to the fame game on the voice america kids channel be sure to join maddie rose again next week for another great show
My name is Lindsay Marie from Bookworm. Now from the Kids Their Album of the Month, here is the Wiz Pops and their song, Whale Shark. Pops from the Kidstar album of the month. 